Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829. While supplies last, see store for details. Yo, what's happening? Welcome to the Group Chat Sports Podcast. And we got, you know, a nice show lined up for everybody tonight. We'll give a nice little little recap of the draft. Talk about early rookie of the year picks. You know, your favorite worst team's draft pick. Talk about a little NBA free agency. We'll get into it. So actually, before I even started the show, I was just clicking on the Facebook. And I'm not a big Facebook person, man. Now, somebody I put a video up of old Tracy McGrady in Orlando highlights. And but T-Mac that had that spell, we were so great. It's like these cats, they forget about how good T-Mac was. I mean, great T-Mac was. Because I remember watching T-Mac when he was with the Raptors. I said, okay, cool. I heard the rumors that, you know, that the Bulls were going to trade him for Scottie Pippen back in the day and might, you know, put the kibosh on that. But, yo, when T-Mac went to Orlando, it's just like he was just a totally different player. Because if you look at it, Vince Carter was the man. You know, when uh, he got there, because you know, he was a little more seasoned and he was ready to go, T-Mac come out of high school. Man, T-Mac in Orlando was just like a different person. Because you remember that year they had Grant Hill, and they thought they wouldn't be able to sign Tim Duncan. They were like the original big three, but Tim ended up staying in San Antonio. So here comes T-Mac. Grant Hill had those ankle issues and all that type of stuff. And T-Mac just turned into a beast. I mean, I, you know, for that, i say that five- to six-year period, he's one of the best players in the NBA and it's to say how couldn't get out the first round, how his body broke down on him. But your boys, you know, for our newer listeners, and you know, check out some of the old T Mac footage, even with the Rockets too. But that Orlando T Mac was on another level. All right, so we're gonna talk about the NBA draft. Not really a lot of surprises. You know, I was kind of surprised that uh, not really a lot of surprises. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stick with that. I, I kind of had a feeling that Don, Donick was gonna go. Uh, Gonna go play for the Mavericks. I know they, you know, the Mavericks, they rolled the dice on Dirk and Whiskey back in the day. So Donick, he fits well with them. And Dennis Smith Jr., you know, he still got Dirk. And Dallas is gonna, they're gonna try to spend a little bit of money in free agency. But I like Donick going to Dallas. I think, you know, I like Bagley going to the Kings. I think the Kings have a mismatch of parts. And uh, Aiden, I knew he was gonna go number one. I mean, he has probably the most, I think maybe overall upside. At number one, as far as you know, what he can do, step in and get buckets, because I think he's like seven foot, two sixty, so he can get you some buckets. But one of the real surprises that you know that people have talked about is uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Now I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana, and Jaron Jackson, the young brother, played at Park Two to high school, then his senior he went to a prep school. I seen it in Michigan State, him switching off and blocking shots, and had his little set shot three. But I'm like, ah, maybe the production didn't match the the talent. But, I, you know, everybody's talking about he could be the best player in the draft. I haven't seen it yet. Maybe, hopefully I'm wrong. But I have not seen the, the, the fourth overall pick. And they're saying he's going to be, like, the best player in his draft. So, have not seen that. So, uh, I'm a Pacer fan. So, you know, we end up picking 23 this year. We got Aaron Holiday. Pretty happy. I've seen Aaron Holiday play a few times. I watched, you know, those Pac-10 games. These would come on at 10:30 night, so I'm usually watching like the first half and I'm out. But I've seen him play. I've seen him play last year when they had Lonzo Ball and T.J. Leaf, who also plays for the Pacers. So I, I didn't know Aaron Holiday was going to this game of, you know, the lead to Pac-10 and scoring. But you know, I think they had a good little, little Aaron Holiday in. I'm curious what's going to happen with uh, Darren Collison because 
I'm thinking Corey Joseph locked in for another year, and Darren Collison on a partially guaranteed contract, and uh, Aaron Holiday. I wonder if they're going to think about moving Darren Collison since he's on a partially guaranteed contract. But uh, so I'll jump into uh, early rookie of the year picks. I'm gonna go Marvin Bagley. I think um, Marvin Marvin Bagley is gonna be able to put up buckets early and often. And I see, I definitely see that brother leading Sacramento. I don't think they're they're not going to the playoffs, or it might not even go to a line of respectability, maybe 30, 35 wins. But I think Bagley is going to be the best player early on because he's built to get buckets. And then typically, you know, the rookie of the year sometimes not the best player out of the class, but he typically gets buckets. The whole guy got to call. Call you on the Grass Sports Podcast. What's happening, boy? Pure, man. Man, what's happening with you, man? Hey, hey, man. Just trying to make it, trying to make it. What's what's good in the neighborhood? Hey, man, I was just doing a little, just talking about the draft, man. Doing a little draft recap, man. So, Pierce, since I got you on the line, man, let me let me let me ask you a few questions, man. So, uh, oh, got another, got somebody else. We got both sides fresh on the line. Hold on. Hey, what's what's happening? Man? We got what's group chat sports podcast. Hey, this is your boy Bowtie Fresh. What's good with you? Oh man, another another day, another day, man. We got a man Pure on the line too. So you know, on, man, bro? you know, before, before I uh, get to it, man, I'm gonna ask y'all some questions about the draft, man. So, uh, all right, so we talked. I talked about a little a little monologue and everything. I was talking about Marvin Bagley, but but since you brothers and hopped on, let me uh, <clears throat> let me sit back and get on here, man. So. Let's talk about the draft, man. Give me y'all best and your best and worst picks of the draft. Man, well, you know, I, I think Atlanta, I think they pulled a rabbit out of the hat being able to jump in there and, and get, you know, you know, young, young at o- Oklahoma City. O- you know, well, not the city, but University of Oklahoma. I think that was a big splash for them, uh, they got a couple picks that they can work with. They got a future, and uh, you know, hopefully, you know, they can get excited about some ball in the ATL. You know, coming up here soon. Which I did hear uh, uh, Quavo. He, uh, I don't know if he pulled the strings to make that happen, but he 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 was shouted out that he wanted Trey Young in A Town. So uh, I think that's a big deal right there for them to get uh, get the, get the young fella. Oh uh, yeah, man. What about you, Bowtie? Look, uh, for me, I, I, I think there was two. Uh, I think there were a few, but two that stand out for me uh, is the Phoenix Suns, of course, getting the Aiton, uh, a, a talent like that. You know, seven footer. You know, good hands, runs the floor. You know, soft touch around the basket. All, all, all the reasons why he was the number one pick. But then also make, working that deal with Philly, where they uh, brought in uh, Mikael Bridges. Um, I think that's going to with, with those two in the draft, and you know, combining with Booker and, and some of the other young talent that the Suns have, I think that was big move by them, or a couple of big moves by them during draft night. Um, and then I, I you know, uh, we all know how I feel about the Pacers, but I have to give respect where respect is due. I definitely think the pickup of Holiday late in the draft, I think that's going to be really good for them from a basketball standpoint. He's a tough defender. He, I think he's like six two with a six six or six seven wingspan. Tough defender. He's good in open space. Um, jump shot's kind of a little shaky or whatnot, but he's he's another ball handler and, and a tough defender, and I think that's going to be a really good pickup. I think that's, in my opinion, I think that's a feel of the draft. 
Well, earlier, before you fellas came on the show, man, I think Luka Donick is going to be good with Dallas, man, because it gives him another primary ball handler with Dennis Smith Jr. And I think, you know, we'll talk about free agency later. They said Dallas is going to start to start making some moves, man. And Rick Carlisle, you know, he's gotten to become a, excuse me, a lot better coach since he left the Pacers, especially on the offensive end, man. So I like that. I like that move for both teams because I can't see Donick in Atlanta. But I could see Trey Young in Atlanta. I think, you know, from what I was understanding, mm-hmm. Atlanta GM used to work for Golden State, so he's trying to put, like, you know, he's trying to make Golden State like the new, you know, Atlanta like the new Golden State. But hold on, we got another got another yeah. caller on, on, on the line. Hold on, caller. Yeah. Yeah, so I, you know, we you know why we having some little technical difficulties. We'll just sit back and say, I think, oh, I think that was a nice little trade, man. I was saying earlier, I think Bagley is going to get buckets early and often. I think, when as far as out of all those big men, you know, Aiton and Jaron Jackson and Bagley, I think Bagley's built for the pros to get buckets early and often. I mean, he can step out and get, you know, he kind of reminds me a little, a little Chris Bosh. And you know, people are saying Amari, I don't see that athleticism to finish above the rim. Nah, like a, I like Amari, but I see more of a boss, more of a more of a smooth, smooth type player. But I don't think he he can't he hasn't shown me he can move his feet like Bosch. But I definitely yeah. see a a player think, a player like my, that. In my opinion, I think Bagley's coming into a, a you know a seemingly decent situation. Everybody, you know, you say what you want about Facto, you know they're the they're the abyss of the, of the NBA, but. I think Sacto, in my opinion, has made some good moves. I mean, you got De'Aaron Fox, who had a solid season last year. You still got Hale, Buddy Hale down there. Uh, Kali Stein, you know, had a, had a pretty solid season last year. So you've got other young pieces where, you know, Bagley is not going to be the focus. And I agree with, I agree with Mike J. I think those buckets are going to come early, come often, and come easy just because of there's already a, an established young talent base there. And, and, and all of those guys seem kind of hungry, too, so. I think I think they I think the Kings are trending in the right direction in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um also calling on the line. We were having some technical difficulties, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna cut you I'm gonna cut you off and this is uh and this is our homeboy Dap and then I'm gonna have you call right back. All right, but uh yeah man, I think it's gonna I this rookie little class, man, I don't I don't see any really likes you know, jump off the page, guarantee superstars. But I see some guys that can grow some potential. Before you guys got on the line, man, I was talking about Jaron Jackson from Michigan State, you know. And also, I got to show love for Jaron Jackson because, you know, he's from he's from Naptown. You know, he went to Park Tudor. But, you know, have y'all – you know, some people were saying that he's going to be eventually the best player out the draft. Have y'all seen any of this? Yeah, I've, I've seen some I've, of that talk. I've seen – yeah, I've definitely seen uh, – he's – he shows some some splashes of of being like a, 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 a you know a, but first of all he's a triple threat defender he can guard mm-hmm. you know anybody from the from the three to the to the five he's got quickness he's got the range to step out and shoot threes um, he is can he's gonna be somebody to keep your eyes on depends on how you know how bad he wants to work on his game to improve it I can see him being a little. You know, he's not explosive as KG, but I can see a lot of similar traits like of a Kevin Garnett early on in his career. And, uh, you know, oh. I, I think, yeah, he's got a lot more upside to me. All right, man. So we got my homeboy, Dap, is in the building. My bad, Dap. We have some te- technical difficulties, man. We talking about the, the NBA draft, man. We talking about Jaron Jackson. How you doing tonight, brother? 
I'm doing good, man. Can you hear me? Yeah, speak up a little louder, man. We live, we live, we live in this piece, baby. You know, it's like it's like the Wu Tang album, man. You ain't even gotta go to summer school. Just listen to that, listen to that group chat sports podcast, man. You good? Oh yeah. Check your neck. Hey, La Rumba. <laughs> hey man, so we talking about Jaren, we talking about Jaren Jackson, man. You know he's from that town, man. So, hey, what do you think about Jaren Jackson? Oh man, you know I I think it's a a good pick. Um, you know I think he's gonna uh, be a good player in the league um, and uh, and produce, man. You know I'm I'm always happy to see guys from that, you know, make it. But uh, I think he's gonna. You know, be good. It's gonna take a little while for him to to play the position that he plays, or you know, what have you. But um, I, I think you give him about two years, man. He's he's gonna be a good ball player. He's gonna be a damn a damn good ball player. All right. So let me ask y'all this, man. So what do you uh, give me your give me your, you know last time on the show we talked about different guys we think might have been bust but now since the draft has actually happened and I'm always one of those guys that argues that you know some guys might not have talent but where you go was the biggest to me the beneficiary of you being becoming a bust so give me some guys you think that might be a bust after after the draft ooh yeah that's that's kind of uh man I mean, I think that and this is bow tie. I, I think that you can, it can always be said uh, as as much of a boom as Trey Young can be. I still think that he can be that much of a bust just because of it. It is Atlanta. You know, how will they will they put some pieces around him? Will he be able to develop properly there? You know, that sort of thing. Um, you know, I, I think it can still go either way with him. Um, and I also think that uh, the the fellow with the Knicks uh, is it Knox. I think that's his, yeah. his, his last name. Uh, I, I feel kind of the same about him. I think that the brother can play. I think the young fella can play. But I also think in that environment right now with the Knicks team, he, as, as decent and solid of a player as he is, I, I think that that could be uh, another guy who can who can have that bust type moment and not really uh, pan out. I'm gonna go with Trey Young, man. I think that people were saying I think Trey Young is gonna be a good player, but it's you know we've seen Gunners come in, you know who could shoot threes and all that stuff before, but you know yeah, Trey Young was also a lot of volume scored at the end of the season. So how's his teammates gonna act if he's coming in? If you know he goes through a stretch like he did at the end of the year, where you know he's uh, he's not hitting those shots, and also Trey Young is what six one six two. They're saying yeah, he's Steph. Two, yeah. Steph was six. Steph is six three, and he's more athletic and he's excuse me, longer wingspan than Trey Young. So it'll be interesting to see how much, you know, latitude that Trey Young is given, man. I, I hope I'm wrong because I never want to see a guy become a bust. But I, I think, you know, picking at the picking at five or three, you know, or five, getting them in like there, it's going to be a lot of pressure on them, especially when the Hawks only have John Collins and then I don't really know anybody else on, the, on their roster. So I'm going to pass it to the rest mm-hmm. of the fellas to, you know, to Dap and Pure. You know, what y'all think? Yeah, uh, you know, this DAP, um, I, I have to agree with, uh, you know, Bowtie and you, Mike J. Um, I uh, I think it's Trey Young. I'm kind of in a toss-up between Trey Young and, and Doncic. I mean, I know a lot of people speak highly of Doncic um, coming out of, is it Slovenia? Is that where he's from? Or I think so. Slovenia, yeah, yeah. Slovenia. You know, but being a uh, MVP of uh, the 
as some people would say, the second best basketball league in the world and uh, winning the Euro League. I mean, the Euro League is a different game than than the NBA, and I've seen players like him come over, you know, go go over the pond and come here and play. And you think they'll be efficient scoring and, and a ball player, but you know, you never know until you, <laughs> you know, come up against these big athletic guys that we have here, you know, in the state. So, um, I'm I'm not completely sold on him yet, but. Uh, but it's definitely a toss-up between him and and Trey. They're jump shooters, and I'm not sure neither one of them can really um, create space to get their jump shot off. So we'll see. But um, you know, I, I think if they work on their game, you know, then they'll they'll surprise me. But if I had to pick one, it'll it'll be a toss-up between those two. All right. So let me, I'm I'm gonna put this question to Bowtie because quite pissed off on draft night. He really wanted Mo Bamba, and nothing warms my heart better than Bulls slander. Were you happy with the Bulls <laughs> draft pick and why? Uh, no, I wasn't happy uh, with with, the, with our first draft pick of the first round. Um, I, I just don't think, in, in my opinion, and this is not a slight uh, uh, to, to him at all, think he he'd think he'd be a decent decent guy, but I just don't think that he fits with what the Bulls are trying to do. They pretty much pick up a guy who's not going to help us defensively and not going to help us on the board, um, and he's pretty much just a scaled-down Laurie McCainan. I don't think that with our current front court with Mark Hainan, um Lopez, Bobby Portis, um, you, you, you add this guy in, into the mix. Uh, does it add a little bit of depth to the front court? Yeah, but I don't really see it impacting us in a way that's kind of that's progressing us forward. Um, as 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 we should, in, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, the 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 first the first uh, pick, yeah, I'm I'm a little iffy. Like I said, I I think that um, he can add some depth um, to to the front court, but yeah, I'm I'm a little iffy on Carter. Um, but I do like Hutchinson. Uh, I think Hutchinson is a good fit for the Bulls. So I did like that pick in the second or in the, toward the end of the second round. I believe he was a 22nd or 23rd pick. Um, I do like him. He's a he's an athletic body on the wing. Um, he can defend well. He's a hard nosed defender. He's got a motor. He gets up and down the court pretty well. Decent jump shot. It could be better. Ball handling is a little suspect. Um, but I like the fact that he's a flasher. He kind of he kind of gives us that perimeter defender that we need. And we also need like drastic help at, at that position because Levine is up in the air right now. Um, and, and so that's going to put us really 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 thin. Um, with wing, excuse me, with wing guys. So, I, I like our second pick. Um, um, excuse me, I like our second pick with, with Hutchinson. Not too sold on Carter, but you know we'll we'll deal with it. I'm a, I'm gonna argue with you, and I even said this because you know Bota also he also tweeted at Young Carter on on the Twitter, and I said I think Carter's gonna be a lot better than what you think. Number one, but I was reading, it was interesting because Carter's parents just came out this week and was like, hey, Coach K sold us a bill of goods. This offense was supposed to, you know, roll around Wendell. And then, you know, they kind of ended up getting, you know, uh, Bagley late and kind of changed the game. I think he's a mm-hmm. lot better than what he showed at Duke. He has good hands. He can step out. good rebounder. I still think I need a, a rim protector type guy. But I think at seven, I think he's gonna be solid. I think he's gonna be better than what you think. Like I, his upside, I think he could be maybe Kevin Love. But uh, I'm, I'm I mean, gonna pass and, 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 don't, and, and don't get me wrong. Like I would love, I, I, I would, it would, 
it would, you know, bring me joy for 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 me to be proved wrong. I, I would love that because that means that would mean my Bulls would be succeeding. So if, if well, they, they, wrong, they they can be that's, good that's and great. they can still suck. That. I mean, <laughs> I, I just want to be right, but they can still they can still <laughs> suck. I mean, that's not that's nothing I, I, wrong I with that. that. I mean, they, like they, they they sucked on other picks. We'll talk about worst draft picks later, and I can flame the hell out the Bulls. But uh, let's hey, you know, I was gonna say I, I, I'll take that. I, I'll, I'll take you know being proved wrong, and I, and I and I hope that I hope that I am proved wrong just for the for the for the sake of the team, longevity of the team. But like I said, I, I I really think that you you mentioned it one of the one of the in your one of your previous statements. We really needed someone that that can come in and be impactful right now, playing next to Lori. Um, Lori's that established guy, and, and I and I just was really hoping. Like I said, you, the luck of the draw, we we can't help it. He got picked before, but I really think I really felt like Bomber would be able to come in and give us that compliment to Lori and kind of solidify the front court. All right, man. So I'm I'm gonna throw it to Dap and I'm gonna throw it to Pure, man. So were, were y'all happy with the Pacers? I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on the limb and say y'all Pacers fan. Were y'all happy with the Pacers first round pick? Go ahead, Pure. Well. well to me, I'm gonna say no, because I mean, and it's not a knock to to Holiday at all. I like the Holiday family, but to me, it, it it just wasn't it just wasn't a need to me um, for the for the actual Pacers team. Uh, even though he's a skilled player, I think that we needed probably, you know, a, 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 we actually probably need depth in a position of. Of a wingman uh, to an actual uh, big man, and I don't think the Pacers are at the point right now where they can just draft the best available talent. I think that they needed to actually address a need um, at this at this time, uh, rather than just. You know, obviously, Holiday could, was you know scheduled to go higher. I, I get that. But uh, to me personally, I don't think it's a fit. I feel like we're kind of overloaded at the point guard position, um, and that that's just personally how you know what I feel about it. Uh, you know. All right, hold on. Before before you get into it, that we got another caller on the line. Group chat sports podcast. What's going on, y'all? It's Rick. Uh oh, Pippin Rick. All yeah, right, man. Yeah. So, hey, b- before before I pass it, let you finish it off. That I'm gonna let, I'm gonna ask Rick this question. So, Rick, your Lakers had what they had a 25th pick. They had a 25th pick. 25th. Were you happy with the we were you, were you happy with Were you happy with the Lakers first round pick? I actually was. As long as we didn't take Leangelo Ball, I'm cool with any pick that they took. They could have took whoever. They could have took one of us. Dragged us off the street, dragged, uh, drafted us. I've been okay with it as long as it wasn't <laughs> Leangelo Ball. Well, I think they still got some of my footage from Gold's Gym in Nashville when I, when I led Pure and Dap to to uh, to, un, to victory. And uh, you know, other times I threw the pump fake on people. And, you know, he finished with the finished with the out, left man. hand. But uh, yeah, man. Hey man, I I like more, I, I like the pick though with uh, Mo Wagner though. I I definitely think I don't I'm not sure if they're gonna try to use him as trade bait or some type or for some type of thing. But I actually like what I've seen so far as far as what I've read. I've seen a couple of highlights from him. He's uh he's got a good upside to him. So I I really dig that pick. 
All right, I'm going to pass it to that, man. So that, you just to, to close out this segment of the show, man, you know, like I said, I'm jumping out on the limb and assuming you're a Pacers fan, man. God has blessed you. So, uh, you know, man, were you happy with the Pacers pick? <laughs> uh, well, Mike J., uh, Pure, uh, you know, I'm I'm happy with it. I have to disagree with, with Pure. I, I completely understand where he's coming from with that. Uh it is a bit of a log jam right now at the point guard position, but I think once free agency hits and we see what these teams do, that'll change. Um, uh, I do agree that we probably need a little bit more help um, around the wing position, but to that end, I, you know, a, a point guard is a commodity in this league, and. You know, I, I think the only knock on on Holiday is just his size. But I mean, if he can uh-huh. if he can push the ball, if he can orchestrate the offense, <laughs> take some pressure off of Vic, uh, you know, I I I think that's a good draft pick. And uh, you know, he's got the athleticism. I, I think he can get his shot off when he needs to. And um, you know, he's a good defender. So I'm at, at that. At that position in the draft, I think that was a good pick for us. All right, let me ask one more question. I'm curious. If, when it comes to the draft, do, or do you want your team to go best available talent or need? And we'll just, I'll just send it around like a round robin. Whoever wants to go, give us a quick answer. We, we, can, we can go to the next segment, you know, my last draft question. We'll move into what, you know, what Rick wants to talk about. It's uh, the Lakers free agency. I think it's going to be Paul George. So, y'all go ahead and go next. Uh, well, I was gonna say this is this is Bota. Uh, the how I feel about it. If it's in the lottery, I need I need to uh, go for need. If it's outside of the lottery, I go for best available talent. Agreed, there, Bota. It's that. Totally agree. This is boy Pierre. Uh, I'm a I'm a go need all the way because. Uh, I mean, obviously, you can't play five, you know, point guards at one time, you know. So I would definitely go with draft need, with team needs. What about yeah, you? Yeah, I, I gotta go. I gotta go with the needs also. Um, it really, it really depends though, because if if I can get something in the top three, and it's just like the best talent that's out there, I'm gonna go with the talent over the need. But if it's anything out of the top three, I would probably go with the need. Me, I mean, I'm probably gonna go high potential unless unless the best player we I got the number one pick and the best player is a center, then I'm gonna look and I, my right. and my best player on the team is a center, then I'm gonna look to move the pick. But if I can find two guys that I think they can play with one another, I'm I'm always looking for looking for talent, especially in the NBA because you know it's you know, it's far in between, you know, there's a has and has nots and you gotta really go after to get the best available talent to win. But let me ask y'all this. You know, we're all NBA fans, so what is your team what what one player is the worst team worst player your team has ever drafted? We're only talking about one player, so Bowtie, we can't oh. go from you know, you know, after Jordan Damn, Mike, one you gonna make me answer that. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Man. Go ahead, Dad. You you, you take, jumped on first, man, so go ahead. Oh man, it's I I'm gonna have to say uh Tyler Hansborough, man. Oh, I hate that son of a bitch! Yeah, man, <laughs> and then it, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's easy if you're a Pacers fan. That's very. Oh man, <laughs> I was on the phone. 
I was on the phone with that when it happened. I think, I don't know if I was talking to you too, Pure, but hey, Dad, you remember I was on the phone with you? I was like, yeah, they're going to take hands. It was like pick 10. Like, man, they gonna take we hands just called it, man. We called it. <laughs> Hey, man, and then it came down, and Larry was talking about it. He was like, Dave Cowens. I said, man, I'm a North Carolina fan. I said, man, get the hell up out of here, man. Ain't no damn oh, way you know damn hey. Dave Cowens. All right, man. Damn, so it's, 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 hey. hey, man. The only Larry thing they got in common, they both white. Was that? Hey, can I, can I ask I said, a question? Larry Bird must have been drinking. Go, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, go, go ahead, both of are you saying of worst overall draft pick, period, or just worst draft pick in the first round? Uh, well, I mean, the NBA is too, it's been two rounds for the last what you know twenty five years. Yeah. So let's go, yeah, let's yeah. go first round because it ain't like you know, okay. you know, second round picks a lot of them don't make the team. So let's go first round. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, it's yeah. on you, bro. No, I don't. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm pondering. I got I got two in mind, and I'm not ready to make that decision yet. So so let let uh let 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 Pierre and Rick uh, throw theirs in there. So this is gonna uh, be with our with with our own team, right? Yeah, your favorite team. Your favorite team. Man, I'm trying to think. Man, when when was uh, when was Greg Dryland drafted? Anybody know? I think he was a second round pick. <laughs> <laughs> so that takes away guys like Stuart Gray and all. And we're really looking at the first round picks. So that's the money picks. That's the picks you really have to hit on. So let's 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 just okay, go first I, well, round. Okay. Well, I mean, I I, I take your boy straight from Memphis, Tennessee, Shiny Williams. Uh oh. We got oh, Shiny Williams in the in the game. The link, the cat that hit the side of the backboard on the corner three. Yeah, I mean, he. I seen, I seen, I seen you. I seen this this nigga miss the whole rim from three. Hey, was it like that? No, not shout out the Furby. Got his own Charlie. Shout out the Furby. Oh. <laughs> Yo, man, tell yeah. the, hey, tell, hey, tell the story, y'all. Tell the Furbies is dude that went to school uh, with a couple of us fellas on the. On the fine, so uh, you know, Dap and Pure, tell us, tell a quick story about the Furby shooting it over the basket uh, in downtown. Okay, well, guys, I know you guys probably you're well aware of uh, the Nips basketball camp downtown Indy. It was uh, a place that we used to kind of come together and ball. Me, bro, Mike J, and Dap was there one afternoon. Uh, ran into uh, Mark Pope actually at the time that he was playing with the Pacers in a a seven-foot guy by the name of Todd Linderman. Anybody remember that Uh-oh, name? Oh, shout out and shout out IU basketball. Yeah, so yeah, so we uh, <laughs> we definitely uh, was some some minor leaguers going against some guys that had had played professional ball and at least collegiate ball. Um, so this guy that we call him the Furby was me, Dabble, and him on the same team. And uh, I believe he was wide open, if not mistaken, Dap. So either I think Dap oh, yeah. hit him with a che- hit him with a chest pass. He looked up, shot that thing completely over the backboard, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and that was that was that was probably about uh, fifteen fifteen years ago, and we can't forget about it to this day. Yeah, it it, it pretty much went went to orbit, you know, uh, pretty <laughs> bad. Orbit. <laughs> very but very cool guy. Not, not to mention he had a he had a a, a local um, commercial in India. I don't know if anybody remember that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He had a hel- he had a helicopter come in his yard because I think his, I think he had a family that was Republican. But the funny part of that story, and I'll end this, 
Dude told me, because I wasn't there at that time, he told me, like, yeah, I missed that one shot, but I had, like, 18 in the game. I said, damn, you had 18 against an NBA player and somebody, a seven-footer played at IU? So, I, you know, I had to corroborate <laughs> with my brothers, and that wasn't that was the story. I remember Dab saying, we too old to be lying. So, I think that was, that was kind of funny, man. All right, man, so we got yeah, so we got that. So we got that. It's on. Did you already pick, man? Oh, you got Tyler Harrisboro. We got Pure. You said Sean Williams. No. Rick, it's on you, man. Oh, God, where do I start? Do I go with Devin Eubanks? No, we first-round pick, first-round pick. First-round pick. Devin Eubanks. Oh, oh first-round pick. Oh, okay. Oh, dang. Uh, first-round pick, <sighs> Brian Cook stands out for one in 2003. But, oh, okay. I mean, late first round. Um, if we're going to talk recent, <laughs> I would probably say maybe D'Angelo Russell, even though he's kind of, like, standing out in Brooklyn. But who else is standing out in Brooklyn right now? Um, too sure. Uh, I, 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 it's a little too early to say Lonzo Ball right now. I, I, although that's like on my on my list right now, but it's, uh, I'm gonna give him about two more years before I say he's the worst. Um, so I'll probably have to say it's probably a tie between. Oh wait, Tony Douglas, 2009. Oh man, forgot about him. But they they immediately traded him though. Nah, they immediately traded him. No, nah, I'm the talking Knicks, about guys though, that but... play. I'm talking about guys that played for for him, though. You know, Rick. Because if uh, I was gonna say that, I would well, say somebody I, like Rodrigo coming. So for the Pacers, but nah, say, say somebody who actually I, played for him. Yeah, they. I would probably have to say D'Angelo Russell through the through the first round. Because I mean, they really haven't. Besides, like, if you want to go back, let me think. Uh... Javaris Crittenton, but he played maybe one year with the Lakers before they shipped him off. Don't, don't, don't speak his name. He's a killer. It's the truth. He killed a woman. Hey, that ain't no, ain't no shade towards that. Uh, oh, but then again, too, because uh, I am I was watching the draft. Of, you know, they got the old drafts on the NBA TV. I had no idea Anthony Peeler got drafted by the Lakers the first round either. Shout no. out to University, I, University of Missouri. Hey, I'm, my boy Rick did that. But I'm going to have to stick with so far, I'm going to have to stick with uh, with, with, with your man, uh, uh, D'Angelo Russell. I mean, because that's as far back as I can remember us being that high in the lottery in the draft. So I, I would have to go with D'Angelo Russell, but Lonzo Ball is following a close second. And I might just give him that full crown if he if I don't see some improvement next year. All right, man. I don't so, like that bad, man. So Adam, right, so, Adam Morris Adam Morrison wasn't drafted by the Lakers, right? Nah, he no, he was Charlotte. drafted by the Bobcats. Nah, he got drafted by Shadow. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh bow tie, it's on you, brother. You've had time to ponder and think. <laughs> nah. So uh I I I I'm gonna go with Dickie Simpkins. Nineteen ninety four. Vicky Simpson. Vicky Simpkins is probably, in my opinion, the worst bull ever drafted. He was mm, shout, out to, shout out to – hey, I was going to say Dickie Corey Simpkins. Benjamin. I, I, he he was on my list as as well, but 
your boy Chris Mim was on my list for a minute too. I was like, eh. But to me, Dickie Simpkin was was by far the worst bull ever drafted. Like my man just always looked lost. He looked like he smelled like wet air, like old hot dog water. <laughs> like he just. <laughs> I mean, man. He, <laughs> He just—he—he he was bad. He was a bad pick for about a bull. So that—that's who I'm rolling with, Dicky Simpson. <laughs> All right, man. So let me—I'm—I'm gonna I'm pick. I'm gonna go to you know where we talking when we talking about uh worst uh worst draft picks and shout out to my pops. He's listening on on here. I'm gonna go with two Pacers players. I'm gonna go with George McLeod. They—that was like the last Pacers player to be picked in the top ten. And I'm going to go with Scott Haskins. Scott Haskins was beyond the worst pace of first-round pick ever. Not about him. Number 43, he sucked. Oh, he was just beyond trash. So, shout-out to, uh, to Scott Haskins, man. So, he was beyond trash, man. So, you know, both I thought she was going to really say Marcus Pfizer. Because let's just be honest, after, after MJ, hey. the Bulls went on a run of drafting guys in the lottery that sucked. <laughs> Hey, and man. I'm not even hey, like man. Danny being slanted. I'm just saying put, the Bulls caught a lot of good, good breaks in the draft. Hey, you know, the hey, number bro, one pick, could, top we, two, top we three. Said, I could have said Travis Knight. I could have said Keith Booth, <laughs> Marcus Pfizer. I mean, I can't I can't remember. Was Jake Voskel a late or early second round or late first round? I think he was like a second round. I think he was like a second round. I think he was like a second round. I think he was like a second round pick. I mean, there was, there was a few guys. There was a few guys that I had on the list. Like, ah, this is kind of sketchy. But, but like I said, Dickie Simpkins, he took the cake for me. Like this nigga. All right, man. So, hey, man. So let's jump into this free agency. So yesterday, I get home from work, and they got the little thing on Paul George on ESPN. You know, the little first free agency preview. Did any of y'all brothers see that? Nah, I missed it. No. All right. I watched so it earlier. Talk- Oh, okay. So they talked about his, you know, his coming up and how, you know, you know, he's a free agent for the first time. They show him riding through Cali with his family and all this type of stuff. So one thing I want to jump into, Paul George said in his time in Indiana, Indiana made him a man and Indiana made him a superstar. So I'm going to go around the, around the group. Do y'all, did, and you know, do you think Paul, yes or no, do you think Paul George is a superstar? Whoever wants no. to pick no. it up. No. I think he's got superstar potential. I just don't think he's a superstar. He's got the potential, but I don't think he's – I just don't define him as a superstar. He lacks the aggression of a superstar and, and the overall want to of one, but he has the he has the potential to be one. But just right now, no, he's not one. All right. Well, so, so everybody says we can do it again. Consensus, no. I mean, yeah. as of as of this year, I guess with the, with his situation, he had to switch his role up this year. So I think it's kind of unfair, you know, kind of kind of compare him from this year to what he was doing with us for all those years. I think when he was playing with 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 the Pacers, he was definitely a superstar. Um, but you know, once again, I don't. I think he had to he had to lower his role when he went to OKC, and. Um, you know, his stats maybe didn't seem like he was in the superstar role. Um, however, he was very clutch and very big in games. With us. You know, I would label him as a superstar. I would not. I don't think that you can win. Uh, I don't think you can win with Paul George being your best player. I think at best 
he's like two two B. I think, and we'll talk about the Lakers selling wish sandwiches later. But it's hypothetically the Lakers had LeBron, and you know maybe they got. So I think Paul would be like, oh, like, yo, bet. he's like he's like the the, the Andre Iga, he's like the ultimate Andre Iguodala, the three D guy who could score more. But I don't think that he's a guy that's your best player. Number one, basketball wise, you know he can, you know he's not. Sometimes he just has trouble finishing in the paint. Uh, you know, he kind of cries on different calls, and, you know, he doesn't – and his handle's still not tight enough to get to the line like a James Harden or something like that. You know, I think he wants to be the superstar, but he doesn't have a superstar game. I think there's only a small m- number of superstars in the league, and Paul George is very talented. He would have got paid like a superstar if he would have <laughs> stayed with the Pacers. But he's, you know, he's a guy that's just going to get you to the next level. I think you need Paul George and someone else to get you to the next level. I agree. But, you know, well, but while we're talking really about great. superstars, let me ask y'all this. What can we, I'm not asking players. Give me two qualities each that you think a superstar has. He's got he to gotta take the last shot. He's got to be able to want that last shot to win the game. All right. Rick, I'm going to throw it to you because we just got a Kobe. Uh, we, we got one of those Kobe quotes. So he has to take the last shot without – to win the game, even if it's not the best shot. So, Rick, give me some quality. Give me some qualities. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say he has to take the best shot because even Jordan didn't always take the last shot. I think he has to make the play to get the best shot possible, either for him or one of his teammates, to win the game. So I I can't really say that. I would just say overall – He's got to be able to have a killer instinct. I know that might fall into he has to take the last shot, but you can have a killer instinct in many different ways. So I think that's probably uh, number one. Number two, now, although he doesn't have to take the big shot, he shouldn't be afraid to take the big shot, if that makes sense. All right. Rick, you just messed up. I, I threw I threw some Kobe slander, and you just you just avoided it like the plague, man. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm proud of. I'm proud of you, man. Because I, I I set you up you with the deal, and you stepped you stepped around. Damn. You're not gonna. Well, you're not goes. gonna bait me with Kobe, man. We're not going there today. All right, so Stone, I'm sure you're gonna. I'm sure you're gonna label off some uh some Lou Gossett Jr. ass nigga quotes. So go ahead and tell us the quality of uh of, of, of your of the, your superstar. And for those who don't know who Lou Gossett Jr. is, that's what I call MJ because that's what he looked like a washed ass Lou Gossett Jr. So go ahead, Stone. Talk about the slander, man! My goodness. Always. Uh, for 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 me, what makes a superstar is uh, men, the mental aspect of the game, mental toughness, being able to will your team to win, being able to know your limitations. But then the other part that makes someone a superstar to me is knowing your team and knowing your teammates. So I look at I, I look at Kevin Durant. The two two scenarios, real quick. I look at Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. To me, both of those guys are superstars because a they both have a high they have a high IQ. They understand they have, they've got a, they've got an element of mental toughness, but they understand their teammates. So when I say they understand their teammates, each one of them knows that the other is a superstar, and they each know that they have other all stars on their team. So they adjust their game and are able to play and succeed by knowing, okay, if I do this, this guy can do this, or this guy can do that, or you know, this is how this guy plays, or or you know, this was this what gets this guy going, or whatever. 
And then I look at, again, I look at LeBron James. He doesn't have any of that on his team. But yet LeBron still has the mental toughness to, to propel his team and kind of will his team to, to, to victory. But he also understood his teammates. He knows that, hey, I'm it. So I got I to gotta do what it takes, and I got to be able to, to, you know, get these guys going. I got to be able to set this guy up here or set this guy up there because they can't do that. So to me, I think it's that mental toughness that, that understands yourself. And I think even more so, you got to understand the dynamic that you're in, and you got to understand your teammates. That's winning to me as a superstar. Not in, to me, it's not individual. It's about winning the championship. It's a team game, and to me, that's what a superstar is. You understand each of those dynamics. Well, can I uh, both have a question for you? Can, uh, can a superstar slash goat wear size six uh, size sixty jeans and like two big sports coats and uh, <laughs> and Stacy Adams Stacy Adams dress shoes with a huge hooping ring? I think oh, I, I think I, I think I think that what you just described uh, shows a, shows a degree of mental toughness for you to be able to step out of the house like that. So yes, I think that a superstar is he has he has the mental toughness. To, to go out That's and do all the slander. <laughs> oh, look at that! I'm a superstar. <laughs> I know, right? You coming out there looking? You coming out there looking it's crazy? Cool. Is that is that why Russell? Uh, well, I guess we could uh, categorize Russell Westbrook as a superstar. Then in that case, because the stuff he stepped out with, and hey, you got to be you got to be mentally tough to do that. <laughs> yeah, <man>. definitely. <laughs> Russell out there looking crazy. <laughs> Yo, man. So, hey, so it's it's on you, Dap. So, you know, before we get to close out this segment, man. So, give me your qualities of a superstar. Well, Mike J. Uh, I think the uh, you know the round table is pretty much listed off a a good set of qualities as a superstar. But um, I, I, for me, it's 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 knowing that when you have the ball in your hands, you can dictate the game. That's a superstar to me. You know. You, you know when when it's clutch, and and you know the game is on the line. You know you can make a play to 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 win it. So, I mean, just just having that 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 mental toughness, that that real greasy attitude, like this guy can't guard me, and I'm about to win the game. So just give me the ball. You know whether that's scoring, making a defensive play, uh, making the right pass, making the right decision. But you know, just just having that real greasy attitude, like yeah, yeah, I got this. Uh, you know, I'm 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 gonna win this game. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, and just and just understanding, you know, what it's gonna take to win. Because there's a lot of guys out there that can make plays, but when it comes to actually understanding what is needed to win the game, you know, there's few and far between. All right, so let me ask you this. You said greasy attitude. Is this like 1988 Michael Cage, you know, re- NBA rebounding champ, uh, um, Jerry Curl type greasy, or was this a little yeah, less it was a deuce greasy? That, yeah. yeah, you know, Michael Cage uh, was rebounding his ass off in 1988. I, I, I would say more like Isaiah Thomas type greasy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Isaiah did look greasy after them, after them finals games, man. You know, shout out to Isaiah for – Hooping his ass Zeke. off and scoring thirty nine points in some low top. I think he had. I don't know if there was. I don't know what them damn shoes was. I know he had some thick ass two socks on, but I don't know what Zeke was hooping in. Man, hey, shout out, shout out, AC Green for Oh yeah, oh yeah, shout out. Well, we know why AC. We know why AC was sweating. You know, Magic was up in there. You know, having the time of his life and everything else. AC up in the room. He was just observing. 
Hey, AC was. <laughs> hey, I think AC was tugging low and, and sighing high. So uh, y'all take a man. AC probably put that activator on. Like, shoot, let me go ahead. You know, yank this boy on out. I hear Magic going to town, and I'm saving myself. And here I am, AC Green. I know it's a few death suspensions after they mess with Cap and and you know James and Byron and Magic. They want me, but not AC. AC was holding it in. So, you know, and AC can get married, but he probably was killing her. Hey, he <laughs> hey man, he, hey, he needs a lot of credit though. You live in LA, you didn't do nothing. Like, yeah, hell, yo, man, I'm like, come on, that man, man deserves a lot. He got, he got a lot of respect for me because boy, the temptation is real. I'm like, just being around magic. Like, how can you not? How can magic not rub off on you? Forget, hey, forget you magic. Know, that might, what that about Doctor Oh yeah, Doctor Bus was having him in the in the in the Lakers little showroom and everything like that, man. I'm like, like AC, like he's a better man than I ever would be, man. It wouldn't it wouldn't take it wouldn't take yeah. too much of nothing. I'm out there in Showtime and everything, you know. They had a story about Magic one time. They said Magic knocked on the door, like you know, <laughs> dude was like, "Hey, Lakers going out." He's like, "Magic, I ain't coming. Back. I ain't going out." Magic knocked on the door again. I said, "Lakers going out." Like you know, Magic took him to the club in Hawaii. You know, they had the thing, man. We had a we had a former Lakers to come to our barbershop, Byron Scott. When I was a little kid, he said, tell the most secret, tell the most secret magic stories, man. Magic was a wild boy, man. So, <laughs> shout out to Byron Scott, man. Early. All right, man. So, so we out here, man. We talking about the free agencies, man. So, let me, I mean, okay, let me, let me go ahead and start it off, man. Where's the GOAT going? And I'm going to start it off with Rick. Man. Oh, uh, you uh, you want me to start off the free agency thing? Yeah, I said, I said uh, where's the goat going? I said I'm gonna start it off the Rick. This ain't Kobe, man, man. I'm a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I, I I'm getting to be a little bit nervous about this whole free agency thing because uh, I'm starting to hear. Although I wasn't too crazy about it in the beginning, we do need another. We need another star. I'm starting to hear these things about Paul George wanting to possibly stay at OKC. And in all honesty, who could blame him? I mean, you're getting $5 million, you're getting, I mean, five years, and you're getting over $200 million, and that's more than what you could get in L.A. You just go live in L.A. in the summer. I, I can't say I will blame him for it. But um, I'm, I'm kind of having my hopes up more about this Kawhi Leonard thing. But I'm again. That's another thing I'm real nervous about because we know the Spurs don't want to do anything for with the Lakers, any type of business with the Lakers. Um, the Clippers are making me nervous because they just traded Austin Rivers yesterday, and they freed up a whole lot of cap space. So now they're in the running for Kawhi next summer if he doesn't get traded. So I'm I'm a little nervous about that also. So it's. It's deep. I ain't even touched on the LeBron thing, pause. But it's a little nerve-wracking because I don't know if he's – and we don't know what he's going to do either. It, just a couple weeks ago, it was, you know, pretty much all but official. So, But I think Matt just got a little something up his sleeve because he, he made the statement yesterday that if he doesn't get anybody by this by next summer, then – He's resigning, so and I don't think Magic will say that unless he knew he had something, you know, in the works. So, but I'm still a little nervous about it. 
Shout out to Magic Stunt. If we don't get if we officer. if we don't get any of them, if we don't get any of them, it is a it is a failure beyond like beyond yeah, measure. We yeah, it is a failure. Like even even if just saying wait till next summer, it's still a failure for right now because that team has constructed. They're not going to win more than thirty five games. And I mean, we won twenty six. Uh, not last season, but the year before, and I think we got about 34 this year. So that means we need to be competing for an eighth seed this year if we don't get a superstar. And with that talent on that team, with the problems on that team, with the inconsistency of our quote-unquote point guard and everything, that ain't no, that's not no – Lonzo was man. all NBA rookie second team, man. I mean, I think – I think, look, put like this. Let's just, let's just be honest, yeah. Rick. You tried. You wanted some big baller shoes. You sent your money in. Lavar turned you Whoa. down. Now you got no, all this plans nah. towards. Now you got all this plans nah. towards Lonzo. You nah. wanted to be down with big baller nah. plans. The big baller cut you off. Now you cut. Now you hate on Lonzo, man. Let's nah, be honest, man. Nah, nah. Ain't, ain't nobody. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody hating on Lonzo. That boy, that boy spent more time in a record studio than he do shooting his free throws. And you shooting forty five percent free throws, and you worried about a rap beef. Come on, hey, man. He's, he's flying hey, the hell out of Kuzma. He's going to flame me next, man. Whatever, <laughs> man. He's he, he, he going to flame nothing, me, man. Ain't nothing, he, ain't, ain't nothing he got to say important until he can hit until he can hit at least 70% of his free throws. DeAndre Jordan makes has a better, higher percentage free throw shooting than he does. What man, does that I said tell you? Baller, you You're got... a bluster. Nah. Yeah, bluster. Well, I did I'm make a... the state. I did make the state. I did make the statement last summer when his dad said they was going to the playoffs. I said if they go to the playoffs, I will buy a, I will buy a pair. I even saved some tax money for that stuff because you know that's high expenses, and I'm, you know, I'm hurting out here. <laughs> so, so, but good, but good thing, good. I mean, you know, kept more money in my pocket. But yeah, I'm not, I'm just not high on Wazo, man. I'm just not, I'm just not big on him. Oh. All right, man. We're gonna we're gonna. We're, oh, damn, Rick! You you, you just you just a real flagrant out here tonight. Hey, I'm gonna pass it to the rest of y'all, man. So hey, y'all didn't get me. All right, man. So we talked about LeBron. Give me your quick LeBron prediction. Where do you think LeBron's going? Man, for me, fellas, I think he stays in Cleveland for one year. Yeah, I think it's a little too early, quite honestly. But I say, if I had to guess, I would say. He's gonna stay in Cleveland. All right, that. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with my man Pure. Uh, I think he's gonna stay in Cleveland. I, I just don't. I don't see him forming another super team and getting the ring the same year. I, I just don't see it. He he demands too much, you know. And if you try to put him on another super team with guys who think they superstars and need the ball in the hand. It's I don't see it happening. I, I think his best option is just to stay in Cleveland, and I, I, I think uh, the uh, owner is going to do what he needs to do to to keep him there. Plus they, they just they just re, plus they just re-signed this new boy, you know, Perk. You know, yeah, I saw that before we started Paul. the show, man. Like, damn, yeah. Perk's still out here yeah. cashing NBA checks, and he running like he got cinder blocks on his ankles. And damn. All right, both sides, what hey. you think? Uh, I, I honestly, I think I'm I'm gonna agree with Dab and Pure. 
I don't I don't really see a lot going on as far as different scenarios that are being tossed around. Um I don't as much Hi. as I'm sure people as much as I'm sure people like him going to LA, I think LeBron is smart and I think that he's not going to go out west cuz in my opinion like why would I beat my, why would I get beat up all the, all year long and then have to go through the playoffs and do the same thing. To me he stays east, he's the, you know and, and if he can't get anybody else to come to anywhere east, then he stays in Cleveland. All right. All right, fellas. I think I I don't know, man. I got a feeling he's gonna go to LA. I gotta be I gotta I gotta step out, man. Number one, I think uh they said that this this decision is gonna is gonna be on interrupted. That's the T V network. And number two, they said the the GOAT is making remaking Space Jam and they're gonna show the trailer after that, man. I think you know, I'm just gonna step wow. out on that. Is doing a part two? I didn't realize MJ oh, was on a party. No, nah, you know MJ. Number one, MJ can't get up and down the court. You can't. You can't do Space Jam when you walk around <laughs> New York City with a bottle, with a, hey, with a big bottle of tequila, smoking a hey, cigar. Well, you said, you said goat, so I figured MJ was doing a party. Look, part man, two, you, you can't. You can't. You, know? you can't be a goat when you wear a size sixty <laughs> jeans and, and you know and them dag on dress shoes and all that type. You can't do it, man. The hoop earring alone takes you away from being a goat. But hey, man. But let me ask y'all <laughs> hey, this, man. man this that is wife a, makes him a goat. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, well the first time he did what I need it wrong, man. So maybe this is still like he's he's getting a sec a second chance of life, man. Hey man, shout out to black man don't cheat. All right, man. So what do y'all think about PG? PG, are you with me? Uh I think he's gonna go to LA. This dap I, I just think he's gonna go to LA. Um he can definitely get more money in OKC. But uh I think it's a train wreck with with Russ and Carmelo on the same team, and he's a home he's a homeboy. You want to be in L.A.? I, I think he's just gonna go to L.A. Shout out to Carmelo. He is a, he he is the goat of making it to the bank. That is that's also want to go. That's what the goat I want to be too. Because Carmelo is all about the bread. All right, man. So yes, I'm gonna, yeah. all right, man. Rick, where all right? One answer, man. Where's where's PG going? I'm nervous about it, but I, in the back of my mind, I would say L.A. All right, so the I should just go to L.A. Yeah. Yeah. All, right, all right, all right, pure. Where's Where's PG going? You know that nigga there. He's he's so sensitive. You know he's so sensitive and inconsistent. I think he really wanted to go to L.A. I think that's where he ultimately is going to go. But he's going to go back and forth just like he did us. You know, with the Pacers last year. But he's ultimately gonna go to LA. All right, Bowtie. LA Clippers. Oh Clips? the Clippers. Oh, okay. Clip City are you, is, is, did I hear you correctly, Bowtie? The Clippers? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Clip City. And I and the reason I say Clip City, he he still gets to go to LA. But all the antics and things that, that you know, uh, that Paul George has said, you know, trying to throw shade against the Pacers and, you know, all, all this other stuff, Paul George wants to be the man. And Paul George is trying to prove that he's the man. And going to the Clippers can prove, okay, this is my team. Now it's a make it or break it. What can I do? That's that's my that's my feeling. That's my opinion. And he can be the Lloyd Vaught of L.A. Because Lloyd Vaught put the numbers for the Clippers and no one yeah. – no, no one – but I mean, yes. you know, if he yes. if he doesn't want to win, then you know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying he's going to have you know he's going to be championships or anything like that. 
I feel Paul George wants to be the man. He wants to prove that he's the man. He wants to prove that he's on Kawhi and LeBron and Durant's level and all that type of stuff. And in his mind, I can go to L.A., I can go to the Cliffs, and I can be the man, and we'll see what happens. I'll be at home in L.A. That's why I say the Cliffs. All right. My only counter-argument right, to that, Bowtie, is he had that opportunity to do that in in, in that. And he, he chose did, not to do not, it. Yeah, that would make his, no sense. But it's not his... It's not his hometown, though. It's it's not it's not where he wants and to it's be. The market. He didn't he, he didn't want to be in Indiana, in, in Indiana. Now he has a chance where he goes to the place that he wants to be at and be the man. To me, it's a perfect it's a perfect storm for him. There's no way I would play pick the Clippers over the Lakers. And this I is not opinion. I wouldn't I mean, like, because it's like the Lakers run L.A. You know, the, you, know yeah. you sit back, you got all the great players. Yeah, they even got Kobe. But, you know, you know it's just when it comes down to the Lakers, I think it's just, I think he's going to he go to the Lakers, man. So, cash out two more, and we'll have to Kawhi, and we'll jump to one more thing we got it. All right, Boogie Cousins. Would you would you want your team to take a chance on Boogie Cousins? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. A resounding yes. He's yes. been coming yeah. off the blue. I would give him a max, but I give it. I, I give it to him. Yeah. I right. with his attitude, no, you know, for no. what he gives. I'm not crazy about no the max. attitude. I'm really fine about the only, only great player that came back from tournament from a rough Achilles was Dominique Wilkins, and he came back averaged, I think, 25 points a game for us as NBA. Uh, I mean, for 200 games after the Louis Achilles. So, uh, but yeah, man, I just, I think Boogie's not going to max. I think he can get like a two. year Deal and then get a chance to get maxed out to get the super max. All right, man. So, yes or no? Are the Spurs going to trade Kawhi Leonard this season? Yes. Hell no. Hell no. They got Hell to. No. Why is that? Right. Well, give me, y'all, give me, a, give me one, give me one reason why. Go ahead, Pierre. Come back. You faded out on me. What was that? So, give me, you said, you said that they were, they should trade Kawhi Leonard. Why? Why do you feel like you trade Kawhi Leonard? Oh, I, I just feel like he's going to ultimately <laughs> leave him. I mean, you got to you got to get some at least on you know on the back end for for what you're going. You don't want him just to walk away. I mean, he's made it. You know, he's communicated several times, saying that hey, I'm looking to move. Um, they're pretty much fighting to to hold him there. But you you know, it's just like anybody else. You can't hold anybody that wants to go. So. Ultimately, I mean, they can keep selling a dream, or they can deal with reality and make a move and get you know get some pieces back to build their future. I like the Pacers. All right, and that's like a, it's a year since that trophy. So who else? The hell knows? That you? That that? Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Right, so give me a reason why. Uh, uh, really, I I just think it's that the reason is Kawhi. He's demanded to go to certain teams. They're all in the Western Conference. And Popovich and and uh, the uh, GM are, are pretty much like, no, we are not going to trade you to our competitors. And, uh, you know, I think everybody here agrees Popovich and <laughs> is, is, you know, a pretty stubborn guy. You know what I mean? Um, do I think it may hurt them as as pure said in the long run 
if they don't trade him, yeah, I think it will. But I, you know, I they don't want to trade him to their to their competitors. I mean, and he's obviously said where he wants to go, and <laughs> I, I can't be mad at him for not wanting to trade their best player to their competitor. So that's why I think they keep him, whether he sits or he plays. I think they keep him. Sir, we'll finish up this, and then we can go ahead and get one more thing. And get here. Um, for for me, uh, I I, I agree with Pierre. Um, I, I, I it's a combination. I agree with Pierre, but I do not think that they will trade him to someone in the West. I think if they trade him, they're going to say, okay, you want to get out? We need to get some. We want to try to get something in return. So we'll trade you to where we want to trade you to, out east. And you know, I think that there are some teams that will be willing to try to take that, you know, and say, okay, we'll take that chance to see if. If he can stay, you know, be it in the market, like if it's New York or something, or a team that's like, you know, uh, you know, we, we've got some pieces in place that maybe he'll it'll entice him to play with. I don't know, um, but I I think that he'll get traded simply because that as as uh, Dap said that they are a they are a team, the organization that is very smart. Popovich, the entire Spurs organization, they're smart, so they're going to say we want to try to get something before he walks away. All right, so let me ask y'all this, and then we can we can go ahead and get out of here. If you were a team like Boston, would you risk it all for a one-year rental of Kawhi to possibly win a championship? No. 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 No, I would. I mean, well, you got Gordon Haywood. They play the same position. I don't. I can't. I, I didn't hear who said yeah, but he played. They play the same position. Him and Gordon Haywood. Haywood's supposed to supposed to be one hundred percent next year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And then you got Jalen Brown, you got Tatum. I mean, uh, I I I would not if I if I think Danny Ainge is too smart. I would not I would not risk that at all. I, I know Kawhi's Kawhi, but nah, I, I've got a great team right now, especially with Gordon Hayward. Like Pierre said, hey, we're coming back. That's that shooter that you need. He's a decent defender. You got Kyrie coming back plus that young talent. Whether they can keep all or even some of that young talent. That's still more than you know what I've got coming in with Kawhi. I like I like the foundation that they got there. I think I would do it, man. I think it's for the chance to get a championship is very because eventually you're gonna have to start. You ain't gonna be able to keep that team together because you're gonna have to pay those guys. No, no. Uh, yeah. I, I think if it came down to depending on the deal, now I wouldn't give up Tatum, but if it came down like to Jalen Brown, if y'all wanted Hayward and and some of those draft picks that we've been, that Danny Ainge has been hoarding, I go for it, man. He's been Pouring all those assets, yeah. eventually it's gonna be time to you're gonna have to you're gonna have to cash in to go for a championship. Totally agree so, with you, Mike J. I mean, I think at yeah. this point in time, you have those resources, and it's not like they gave up a lot. I mean, they fleeced the hell out the Nets. I mean, then they was able to fleece again the Seventy Sixers to get that extra pick, and then they have I think they have Sacramento's pick lottery pick next year because I'm assuming the Sacramento is not going to make the playoffs. I think with the get uh, Kawhi's like to me when healthy one of the five best players in the NBA. And the fact that he's the best two-way player in the, in the NBA, I am going to have to I'm going to have to roll 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 dice, man. You know, you know, granted that he he checks out health-wise. I mean, of course we can never know we none of us are doctors, but 
I think I'm I'm a, I'm gonna put I'm gonna cash it in to see what we can do because you play the game to win. You know, getting to the Eastern Conference Finals is cool and everything, but you know, <laughs> you get a chance ahead, chance to get there. <laughs> hey man, you know, well, shout out to Herm, man. Play the game to win. I, I put hey, man, man, shout out man. Sh- shout out to Herm, yeah. man. Herm got him a white woman just like Dennis. Did y'all see Dwayne Casey? Play to win the game. Hey, Dame Dwayne Casey let, let everybody know that the white woman was the head coach in this household. I was like, God, dang on Dwayne. You got fired, brother, but you still had the time to put that Nubian white queen up above and just show everybody <laughs> what you're rolling with, man. So go ahead, man. Go ahead. Who was, whoever was talking. I think hey, shout, was out, shout out, shout out, shout out to Hal McCray, by the way, while we at it. But, um, oh, damn. I, uh, <laughs> 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 but um, what I was getting at, when you get a guy that you move, you move a guy in that plays the same exact position as another guy. You guys gotta know that messes with this, you know, your your rotational guy that starts. That's why I said, you know, if if I'm if I'm if I'm a coach, I'm telling my GM, hey, we good at the three spot, you know, you know, Gordon Haywood will be back because if you bring Kawhi in. You know, you as my boy Pimp C said, you're gonna ruffle some feathers with um, with Gordon Hayward. You know, you know, the, neither one of them is interchangeable at the four spot. That means you're gonna put a lot of pressure on Big Al Horford to guard Bigs, and he's not gonna get any weak side help. Now, if they was in the Western Conference, I might say a little different. But in the East, uh, where you got a lot of traditional bigs and you got, you know, some sizable four mans, I just don't see it. Uh, you know, even and it kind of goes back to my my analogy with the team needs. You know, you can't pay you can't play five small forwards even if they're all good. You know what I mean? Somebody's going. It's going to be too many mismatches on the floor. I I think I think man that Ka- Kawhi is that there. You know, one of the, she's the best two-way. I'm thinking I'm cashing in, man, because you got to think, man, yeah. all the – you know, just like this year, you know, you think like, oh, man, Boston got the squad, what happened? Kyrie gets hurt, and then, you know, Gordon Hayward gets hurt in the first – was the first quarter of the first game of the year, man. I think it's – you get a chance to get an elite minute. talent like that, you – you I think you, I think you got to eventually roll because you keep hoarding those assets, what are you going to do with them? Like, oh, we got all these yeah, young players. I, you see with Boston now, they – Marcus Smart's a restricted free agent. You know, they – you can't pay everybody. And you only get a few – you, you get a short yeah, amount man. of time. You got to – and you can't you know. keep hoarding it in, man. They, Boston's not a small market. You can't keep hoarding I mean, it in, man. You're going to have you're gonna have to go for it because eventually people are going to be like, well, damn, Danny, how much how much more is more? That's just like saying, oh, man, I, I got all this food in the house, but I ain't trying to I ain't trying to trade up to get that big ribeye steak. I'm just going to keep on eating these oodles and noodles. No man, you got to go ahead and and you got to show you you got to let your nuts hang to quote Pimp C and go ahead and make that deal. That's in my opinion. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I mean, I see your point. I, I think that I think well, I heard, I seen a little report that Boston was out of it. So I don't, I don't know why, but I definitely, I hey man, kudos to Danny Ainge, man. He's done a spectacular job, of, you know, in Boston. You definitely, you know, got a team to play for with young talent mixed with vets, and they could be the top dog in the East. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, man. All right, man. So we're gonna. Did everybody else? Did everybody give you our opinion? Sorry, we got a kind of on a tangent. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
All right, man. So, hey, man, we're going to finish up this, uh, I'm, you know, finish up this group chat sports podcast. I appreciate everybody, you know, called in, people on the phone. Shout out to my pops, shout out to all my homeboys. Y'all, you know, of course, y'all know y'all, up, y'all my brothers and everything, man. So, we definitely, man, we have to, I think, the, I think they can start signing, like, I think July 6th. So, maybe we'll do one after, you know, after that to see, you know, who's committing to go where, man. We really kind of do like an early NBA preview, man. And by that time, be damn near football time. In July, man. So, you know, appreciate everybody. So, you know, you got any last thoughts, man? Go ahead, and, you know, get them on here. If not, man, we'll we'll pop off this thing. We'll get it just edited and popped up, man, so the people can hear it. Hey, I just I just want to say, you know, I, I definitely enjoyed the conversation and uh, look look forward to more. And uh, Bowtie Fresh, I'm, I'm out. Indeed, thanks well, for the opportunity. No doubt. Go ahead, Dad. Hey, I just want to say, hey, uh, I appreciate it. It was good dialogue, fellas. I want to tell Ann Gordon, come to Nap Town, please. Don't be we'll, afraid. We'll Aaron. make it happen for you. We'll we'll make it happen for you. Come AG, to the Hoosier State. You got to understand you got what spot. that basketball is. You got a spot at Nap Town with Vo, and I'm out. All right, Mike Rick. Oh, Rick, you got anything, Rick? Uh, no, nah, man, good conversation. Appreciate appreciate you guys letting me call in. And um right, keeping my fingers crossed about this free agency, man. I'm just <laughs> a little nervous. <laughs> All right, man, because you know if you're somebody, I'm, I'm going to have to hit you up and send you them, I wish, them wish sandwich emojis, man. But uh, no doubt, man. man. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Can I ask you this? Did y'all see the, uh, the, the little pitch that they sent to Paul George that leaked out? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Now we didn't, but you know, he—that's a sucker move. Now, yeah. Now, as a Laker fan, I've been a Laker fan since the Nick Van Exel days. To me, that is the corniest (laughs) thing I've ever seen in my life. PG's a cornball though. He's a cornball though. That's not. I mean, he's gonna Uh, love that. He's a cornball. I mean, if that's what it takes to land him, I mean, that's a little questionable to me. But you know, hey, man, I guess to each his own. But to me, that was just that was a little over the top. That was too corny for me. But anyway, he's a cornball, man. That's it. He looked like an ostrich too. But yeah, but go ahead, I mean, Dad. Go ahead like, and finish this up. Oh my bad. Go ahead, Rick. I mean, I was just saying that's just like begging Dwight Howard to stay. So um, that falls in that same line. But that's all I wanted. <laughs> All right, man. That man, you about you done, my brother? Yeah, man. I'm, like I, like everybody was saying, you know, it's good to get the brothers on in the round table, have these good little discussions, man. And uh, just want to shout out to my home team, the Pacers. You know, we we gonna make another run. We gonna make another Let's run. We it. just need Aaron Gordon to come on in. Just come on in, Aaron. Feel the love, man. Feel the love. And we got light skinned brothers all around town, baby. You're still oh. right in. <laughs> hey, Kim and Corey Joseph going to be knocking them down. Hey, man, but, you know, shout out, man, everybody coming on there listening and everything. Hey, man, and for that boy Lance Stevenson, hold your head, man. Hopefully, you, you know, you, you know, get get you on somewhere else, man. Save your money up, man. I hate to hear hate to hear you lost on that $4.5 because I don't think you're going to get that on the open market, man. But, you know, I mean, shout out, man. You know, the real brothers, and we had we had you back in that town, man. So, yo, so we hey, out you here, might come back. Go ahead. Yeah, he might come back. He can't like to go back to the low low, hopefully. 
Yeah, man. You know, it'll be it'll be interesting, man. So we're gonna come back and do this probably after the fourth of July, after you know, guys start making their decisions, man. We could talk about it more. So appreciate y'all for coming on, man. Group chat sports podcast. All the information is in there. Follow us on Twitter, send us an email. We'll probably try to do these shows a little bit more often, man, at least till you know football season come on. So we out of here. All right. It's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for $0 so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions. It's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for $0 so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions.